So here we go again, a wild card game uh, as we get ready. Now, I have to admit, I didn't think, I thought they'd start half, they start Severino. Were you surprised they start Severino? A, a little bit. I can make arguments for both ways. Um, Severino is their guy. He's going to be here forever. He is going to be their ace. If you don't let him start this game, then what are you saying to him? Also, he's pitched better the last couple of times. Right. I also think they deny it. They deny it. But I also think they're looking at Boston because they, can, they, they want They don't want to say that. But, and, and, well, they wanted him to pitch there. But that's risky to do that if they, you know, if they thought he's the best guy. You don't want to lose this game, though. Well, you don't want to lose this game, but, they're, but everybody else is there. It's right. not like and everybody else went to the... the three guys are fairly close. Right. right. But Severino, you know what? I Here's why I would have gone half. He's the least likely of the three to blow up. That's, that's true. The, that's the thing I'm looking for. I don't want a guy. I can live with a run. I can't live with five runs. Okay. I mean, so but that's I don't think what it'll, ever get, to, it'll yeah. never get to five no, runs. No, but I mean, it could where you say, you know, it's one, two, three, boom, home run, and then it's four runs and you're out of there. Tonight, they're all, they all give up home runs. Everybody gives up home runs. We know right. that. So it can happen very quickly. But I just think that Severino's high game is better than His A game is better than Haps. Right. We know that. But, and even Tanaka's best game is better than Haps. But they're also more inconsistent. I would have gone with the more consistent guy. Now, maybe they worried about the A's being so right-handed. Uh, I don't know if that played into it. But they go with Severino. His last three starts is he raised 204. He's pitched better. So, I, I, listen, none of the, it's not like they passed over a great pitcher in any of the three guys. They're all comparable pitchers. I just would have gone with the most steady guy. They chose Severino. I can live with any of it, to be honest I, with you. But the other guys aren't going to the movies. They're going to be there. Right. But I think if you pitch half tonight, you don't have them twice for Boston. Well, that's true. And that's they'll true. say they're not, you know, you have to get through this game first. I understand. But to say that it's in a vacuum is, all, is also silly. And I think the right-handed lineup did a lot for that. And this is, Severino's their guy. He's 23 years old. He's going to be their ace. If you're not going to give the ball to this guy who is becoming their ace, when are you going to do it? And everybody else is still there. I also thought of this a little bit. Okay. Severino and Sanchez have been a little combustible. And now you got both of them there. Everyone in New York's holding their breath, hoping they don't see another reoccurrence. Of what of happened in Oakland? Yes. In case anybody doesn't know what Mike's talking about, if the two of them sat any further apart on the bench, one of them would have been in San Francisco. And it, be it started because this was the first game back for Sanchez with Severino. Now, trust me, they've known each other since April. Right, they're like, they're buddies, they're like right? Posada and El Duque, right, so who used to beat up each other. Right, right. But they fight all the time. But I, it's, it started because of signals. They were getting crossed up because Sanchez didn't realize that they had changed a lot of the signs or didn't remember them. I don't think that'll happen again, but, but it's really ugly. But he also, as we know, can drop a strike right yes, down the middle. We've yes, seen that too. And I can't imagine what would be going through his head if he gives up a run early with a pass ball. I mean, his head's got to be in, uh, in this kind of game would have to be on the moon. Oh, you know? I think it probably would. But Severino always says he's very, he's the, he's actually the peacemaker between the two of them. He's the one that says he's really good and he understands me and it happens. It's baseball. And we've heard that before. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if later in the game, I mean, if something happens, you'll see a defensive replacement. This is one game. But I think it, it also is a chance for Sanchez to show that he is what oh, they think he is. It's a big game oh, for him. Oh, I agree with that. I, and, and they're showing a lot of faith in him. They really are. Boone is, they, they, uh, and the front office is. You know, uh, I always, Su Susan's good at reading the players as far as their emotions and stuff uh, through the years. And last year, sitting there and sitting close as I was, I could see that Severino was Roger Clemens wired before the game. He was, forget it. 
I said, I turned to who I was sitting next and said, you're going to have a rough inning here. I could see how crazy he was warming up. It was like he was, it was like fume was coming out of his ears. He looked like Roger used to look, okay? And he had a rough first With inning. Will he, light, yeah. will, he calm, will he be more mature and more calmed down this year? We're going to find out. What do you think? I, I think so. I don't, I don't Have know. Have you it's seen him be more? My point is you see him every day. Have you seen him mature a little yes. this year where he relaxes yes. better? Well, you know, I'll tell you what it is. It's not relaxing. It's that he went through a, what you call a dead arm period, and he had to pitch with it. This isn't spring training where you can go and you can sit for two weeks. He pitched with it. He got his head handed to him a few times. He kept coming out. He didn't want to take an extra day. He didn't want any kind of special treatment. And he learned he can pitch with not his best stuff. Which is important. It's very important. Andy Pettit... You was, have to learn that. You yeah. Do. Andy Pettit said the year he before he had um, his elbow surgery, he pitched with a bad elbow all year, and he learned he could pitch with not good stuff. And Severino has. By the way, don't underestimate the difference of who's sitting in the dugout. Aaron Boone is the calmest human being you've ever seen since Joe Torrey. They're very... And Andy Pettit once said to me, I said, aren't you nervous about this? And he said, well... I look at Mr. Torrey, and if he's not nervous, why should I be nervous? Aaron Boone has the same kind of demeanor. I think it helps a lot. Well, I think that's one thing that has hurt a lot of young pitchers now. Uh, and Tommy Glavin and I discussed this one day, and he said to me, you know, when we were young, they leave us out there to, to get out of our own problems. They right. don't let these pitchers get out of their right. problems anymore. They pull them right out of the game. you got to learn how to get out of first and second no out. And Andy Pettit was great at it. I mean, he right. got out of first and second all the time. Uh, you got to be able to be able to work out of a problem, and you know that if Severino had to do that a couple of times, he can't strike out 15 guys every time he pitches. So uh, it looked the last couple of times like he was back on his game. Not not the killer Severino, right. and he doesn't have to be the killer. He doesn't have to strike out every batter. He just has to not be where he's all over the place and he's hanging sliders. He used he used his changeup a lot more in the last two games, and it was much better for him because the the fastball is not where he wants it. The slider is okay; it's it's tumbling a little bit, but it's not as sharp as it was. But the changeup has been a really big pitch for him. Sanchez told me that when they were in a ball together, his changeup was better than his slider. So this is a new kind of thing. So the two of them have this relationship. I I, I think it's a big game for Severino, but if it doesn't go well early, he's out of there. They're oh, not no, going to wait. They can't They're wait. not going to wait. Two, in, two runs is a lot now, and this A's team is good. You know, it's funny. Uh, we saw them in May, and I didn't know. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching them and saying, I don't know half the guys on this, this team, but this is a good-looking team. You know what it they, was a very impressive-looking team. You know what they do, and everybody says they do something. I was just talking to a couple of the A's people for, for pregame. They do something Yankees don't do. They hit home runs like the Yankees do. They move runners. They hit and run. Right. They bunt. They do all kinds of things to get the run in, and they hit home runs. And that's something that you know the Yankees are, if they don't hit a, a lot of home runs, they're not going to win because that's just the way they play. That's the way they're built. The A's are built for other things, and that's why I would watch a guy like Jed Lowry, those kinds of guys that get on base and, he, and move and move people around. He's hurt the Yankees, too. Uh, how about, we're talking about Susan Wallman, of course, you know, the voice. Um, is Gardner, is Gaudy crushed that he's not in this game, or is he taking it okay? He's taking it okay. Um, he's gotten, gotten used to it. I think he knew. He knew McCutcheon was going to be yeah, an everyday player. Well, he and you saw the difference, yeah, and it was at his expense, and he has not had a good year, and he knows that. And McCutcheon's had a, has got on base like crazy. He's, he's, he walks all the time. McCutcheon has been a great addition to 425 this. 425 on base percentage. And too. he takes, he told me once after a game, I said, you went 3-2 and two a couple of times. He said, I went 3-2 and two all five times. He's very 
very no, he he's does. very into Takes that. He does patience. that, and he walks a lot. I just did ask, you know, because Gardner, I'm, I'm, I usually talk the first day of a right. playoffs for year yeah. for years, and now Gardner in there, he's not starting. It's a tough one for Gardner, you know. He probably knows this is last year, you know, most likely, and mm-hmm. it, but. He could have his moment somewhere along well, the way here. You here's know? what will happen. I would not be surprised if at some point he's in the outfield. He's a much better outfielder he's le- a great in left, left fielder. Than, great left um, fielder. than McCutcheon is. So if they're ahead, nobody he'll be plays out there. left field Yankee Stadium better than Gardner. Yeah, nobody. No, he's, been he play- he's brilliant. He's brilliant. And you know, I asked Cass if he's worried about being so right-handed because that I'm so used to. You it's know, I want to see. And he said no. I, I, he says, listen, I put the best players out there. I don't worry about it, and I think the game has changed a little that way. First of all, you can hit home runs here to left and left center, which you couldn't in the old days in Yankee right. Stadium. But still, you know, when you put a bunch of lefties in that batter's box, it scares you in big spots. I mean, because anybody can wreck the game, and, can, you know, from that side of you know. The thing from the right-handed standing is that the Yankees have have righties that hit the ball. They to the do. Short that point. helps so too. That, you that have helps to hit. a lot. You have to. And you're going to have to. Stanton's going to have to do something. And Judge is going to. He's hit one home run since he's come back. He's going to have to do that. And Didi's healthy, from what you can G- tell. Didi is healthy. Didi. He came back fast. Like he, he told you that day yes, he did. that he was going to be back. I'm like, wait a second. The guy's been hurt for 24 hours, yeah. and he said, I'm going to play. It's it's. Well, he also was telling me how you focus and that. Give you know, him credit. He came back in. A, I mean, he can't. Everybody should come back that fast. He came back in 24 hours. Well, he t- he did. He was in that lineup on that Friday. He told me that there's no problem um, throwing and hitting. He feels it because it's his top hand. Right. But he says, I know how to focus and I can play with pain. And maybe when he sits in the dugout, it's throbbing and he feels it. But when he gets in that batter's box, he doesn't look any different to me. You don't see him turning the wrists over. You don't see him giving little little um, grounders. He's hitting hard shots. You know, none of us thought. First of all, we all thought Bird was going to be a big player. Yeah. Okay. Even Cash admitted today he thought Bird was going to be a big player. Now, Voight comes out of absolutely nowhere. The guy puts up a monster month. He has an OPS of 1.1. He hits a million home runs. He actually plays an okay first base. He's this monster. It's like Muscarin. And the dugout goes crazy every time he does something. They love him. They love so him. he's like, he's infected he's the team. Yeah. He's like Shelly Duncan. Yeah. like the, that same kind of thing. And you ride it. He's living the dream. Now, oh by my the God, way, he's not, a, dream. he's not a kid. He's 27. But he's, he's not pounding a, the ball. It's that this is everything, and he's coming from a place where he was pretty much told he can't play. And he gets here, and everybody said, you're giving up two pitchers for this kid who was in the minor leagues, and he'd come up, and they say he's a quadruple A player. Well, he's not. You do get to get better in this world. Wow. And you do and and you get a little, conf- a little confidence. In the, he's in a wild card game, bat fifth. <laughs> The guy got traded for Shreve. For Shreve and no, and Giovanni Gallegos. Oh, uh, please. Get him I mean, come on. I but mean, whatever it is, somebody asked me. Is he went Shelley back to the minors he, two weeks he went, after he yes, came. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I, I give him a lot of credit. You know, this is a guy. He, but you know what? It's not Amazing. a kid who's gotten success. He knows who he is. And Amazing. he knows. Watch him. He doesn't just hit home runs. He hits all no, over the field. No, he's a good he hitter. He strike out. He takes his 320. walks. 320. Yep. He he's gets hits. He, he's been, not only that. He lights up the dugout every he time he does something. He lights something. up the whole place. That's you what I mean. He's one of these smile. guys. Yeah. You know, certain guys, the whole place reacts to him. It's like, but you know the fans react, but the whole dugout reacts no. every time he does because something. Because he plays with a joy. 
that only you'd only know if you have that kind of failure. And I think that's it. He spent so many years being told, you know, you're you're a Triple A player and you don't belong in the major leagues. He he told me last week. He said, you know, I've grown up a lot. Maybe I couldn't have handled this wow. when I was younger. Well, but him you know, God bless him. Tonight don't he's going to see it. a New York night in front of a million people. He can't he's, wait. Oh, he I'm can't sure. wait. He's he said, I've heard about this. Fact, yep. I, I'm going to be sitting there watching him because when he goes in the boxes, he's got to be thinking, I, look where I am. I'm in the wild card game at Yankee Stadium. He's, Fifth. He thinks it every day. He thinks it when he walks into the clubhouse. He thinks it when he puts on the uniform. He's something. He's um, he's terrific. You know, everyone in baseball. I'll give you. I was watching the MLB Network earlier, and they said, you know, the Yankees might have the best bullpen in history. I'm saying best bullpen in history. They haven't even had a good bullpen this year. <laughs> I mean, so on paper, it's on all paper. these guys. But let's be honest. I don't trust any of them right now. In Can Chapman? I know he told me yesterday that he's he's going to close Chapman. Right. The only thing is. Can Chapman go in there and be Chapman, or well, I, Chapman? I don't know. I, I, know. I want the Chapman who's going to throw 100 miles an hour. No, he's throwing mostly sliders. Well, that's not Chapman no, that, then. That's it, not Chapman. But if he gets it out, is it slightly? Well, is you it know Chapman? what? He's, Chapman's when you can't see it. That's Chapman. But I think anybody can hit 100 miles an hour now. It's uh, not where you want Some wanted. days you can't hit him. Okay. He's different. He throws different than anybody other than Nolan Ryan you've ever seen. He, you, when he's on, you basically hear it. You don't even see it. Well, I he's mean, he's really worked on that slider a lot. Is his knee okay or what? It's not going to be okay. He's got right. tendonitis in I don't trust there. him. I, you trust Britain yet? I did until the last I time don't, out. <laughs> I don't. And Robbie's, he got a sore arm. Well, I don't know what the deal is with him. I trust him. So I trust his heart, but I think his arm is sore. Well, it, I don't think it's sore. I think uh, he's not 25 anymore. Yeah, it's, it, this time of you year, know, it hurts. This time of yes. year, it does, it does hurt. And he, then he Betances, gets out of it, as long as you don't tell him it's the ninth inning, it's okay. If you tell him it's the ninth <laughs> inning, you know, all, all help. Yeah, you, know, you can tell with Betances, if he throws the breaking pitch and he gets strike one, it's almost like, okay, here I am. And it's and if he doesn't, uh-oh. So this is a long way from Yankee 96 bullpen. Yes, it I is. I mean, a long way from the nasty boys of Yankee 96. Best bullpen of all time. I'm like, are you guys kidding? I mean, no, this, well, this they, hasn't even been a great bullpen. No, this they year. never saw Stanton, Stanton, hey, Nelson, Mariano, oh. and then the one in '96 with Wetland on oh, the other end. Mariano Graham, yeah. and Wetland, and having guys like Graham, Graham Lloyd, Lloyd, David get, Weathers, get out Klesko. Ryan Klesko didn't want to go near the batter's <laughs> box with Graham Lloyd. Very different. By the way, the other team on the other side is having the same conversations. They got a good bullpen. They have a they have a good bullpen on paper. The last time the Yankees were right. in Oakland, they lit up Familia. That's what they I mean. lit up Rodney. The only one they didn't I don't touch trust was Trinan. Well, I would never trust Familia. No, there's nobody in New York who trusts Familia. We've you seen you know that, that act. Yes. Um, the kid Trinan is, is supposedly really good. I see him walking Yankees every time I've seen like him. Like the Red the Sox bullpen. I think that bullpen is a house of cards. If the Yankees can get there, I think the see. I think this game's a tricky game. I think the Yankees win this game. They're going to beat the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox bullpen and Sale are a little iffy right I, I now. I think they can beat the Red Sox also. Yeah. But the, the, the bullpen you're going to see is not going to be what you think it is. It's going to be Eduardo Rodriguez. It's going to be Stephen Wright. Uh, maybe yeah, even right Baldy, And then maybe go right to uh, right to, Kimbrell. To Kimbrell who I'll will tell you one thing one I saw in. yesterday. And I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of these A's now the last couple of months on paper. I don't know a lot of them. But I watched them yesterday in their workouts and their interviews. They're not scared. No. They're not scared a little. I mean, they are, I've seen teams come in here. We've seen the Minnesota Twins come in here scared. Mm -hmm. We've seen teams come in here scared. This team is not scared. Do you know what they They're remind me of? They remind me of that team. Remember when Eric Chavez was playing third yes. base and we went out there and on the scoreboard they said, this is our time. Yes. And the Yankees went, excuse me? I'm like, <laughs> we're not ready for that. But it's that, it's that group. This is a, this is yeah. a good team. There, it is a very good team. It and is. the manager's done an unbelievable job of doing this what he has done. He's got a whole new pitching staff, a whole new group of starters, a whole new group of, 
of uh, relievers, and he's taken kids like Chapman and Olsen. Chapman might be as good a third baseman as there is in the league. He is good. And the kid in, in center field, Laureano, oh, my goodness. Yeah, very good team. Uh, it's a very, very no, good team. Who are you going to talk to next year? No Sosha? No Buck? You know? No Molitor? I guess Madden might be going to the Angels. Ma- That's well, the that was rumor. the thing. No, no Buck. No, no Buck. Gibbons. No Buck. No, I said that to Ron Gardenhire. Right. I said, you know, there's nobody I can go no and Molitor. sit on the couch anymore. And right. he said, well, come talk to no me. Socia. I said, you're here once. No Socha. No Socha. It's very different. We're all getting to be dinosaurs. Yeah, We're all going to have guys with little iPads sitting yeah, remember, in Remember, we broke in with those guys. So, you know, yeah, we got to remember that, too. You know, it's been no, a I, long time. I know. We were here with Buck. We were here with I was here when Socha was playing. Right. He's beating good with a home run. That's 88. exactly right. 88. 88. We were the here. home run that killed the Mets That's was exactly hit by Mike Sosha. Wasn't that the year the Mets had beaten them 10 yes, times 11 in a row? Out of 12. 11 out of 12. And yes. then Sosha comes in and does and that. Mike, Mike Sosha, the home run that destroyed the Mets franchise. We're getting very old. Yes, we? yes we are. <laughs> Enjoy, Susan. Thank, Thank you, you, Mike.